0: Moncrief on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
0: Stuff that changed the world. The mobile phone, the internet changed the world.
1: Penicillin, I would have thought.
0: I would say sanitation. It changes everything. Simon Tierney joins us uh, once again to talk about not the uh, squeaking variety, well, it might squeak on occasion, but uh, the computer mouse uh, is what we're talking about today.
1: The computer so. mouse, yeah. While you were reading out your listeners' text there, I was admiring the way you used your mouse My deft touch, your thank deaf you. My deft touch, the yes. way you slid it across <laughs> the desk with such elegant ease. Yeah, we're still talking about a computer mouse, listeners. <laughs> <there? laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the mouse, I mean, like, it is funny, though, like, because you know, you're so used to doing it. I remember a few years ago teaching an older person how to use a computer and um, I was teaching her how to use a mouse and she had never used one in her life but she was in her 60s or 70s and you could see what a completely foreign idea it was that she was holding the mouse and looking at that rather than looking at the screen Mm. that there wasn't that kind of muscle intuition uh, that we have developed over of, over using these for so many years that we know that if we move it slightly to the left or slightly to the right, that that will correspond with the screen. And for me, that was instructive in what a bizarre concept a mouse actually is. And for that reason to make that kind of that leap of the imagination that this device could correspond so accurately with something on a screen in front of you and um, that physical movement that's that's a really pioneering piece of
0: technology yes it is yeah I, sp- I suppose it's also maybe analogous to driving as well that you have a sense of where the outside of your car is even though absolutely the first time you're doing it it's a kind of an odd
1: kind of concept yeah well. totally and the man who invented the mouse now i tweeted a photograph of this earlier because it's kind of hilarious. Yes, in a way. Is. <laughs> this is the first mouse was uh, designed in 1963 by an American engineer by the name of Douglas Engelbart, and it was made of wood. Um, it was literally a wooden brick, um, and he didn't call it a mouse. Mm. the mouse was a name that was added to it later because it looks like a mouse with the tail which is the wire coming out of the back of it. Uh, nowadays the wire comes out of the front so that your wrist doesn't get in the way. But um he called it an XY position indicator for a display system. Mm. That name was never going to <laughs> you wouldn't fit that on the box, really no, would you? <laughs> you <wouldn't. laughs> so um when he came up with this idea He based it, interestingly, on the idea of the planimeter or planimeter. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. This is a a tool of the engineer uh, mid-century that you probably wouldn't use nowadays. But this was a, a, how would I describe it? A kind of a L-shaped ruler on two wheels, which you moved across the surface of a page in order to measure the area of a space Right Okay, Okay? but the fact that it was able to to move on these two wheels and the two wheels clocked up the amount of space that you were covering through your movement it gave him the idea that maybe he could use this Ah. for trying to communicate information or commands to a computer and the way he did this Sean is that the shell, as I say, was made of uh, the, uh, was made of wood, but the bottom, the way it moved, was that it had two metal wheels. Now, when I say wheels, they're like um, very razor sharp metal wheels, really, really thin. And when you, so the, they were perpendicular to each other, so one went forward and one went to the side. So that's how you mapped out the space on your computer screen. Um, an extraordinary uh, piece of technology. He earned no royalties from this um, because his employer, SRI, SRI International, which was a science institute in California, didn't see any use for it. <laughs> so that was the end of that. Yeah. Now, obviously, somebody else, though, came up with the
0: idea as well. or Absolutely. Followed on from that yeah. idea. Now,
1: there, were, there was progress, uh, you know, almost simultaneously in Germany, but Engelbart's technology was really taken on by Xerox, um, a company which we associate largely with copying services nowadays. But in the 70s and 80s, um, they had their own computer system. And um, they took on Engelbart's technology and they launched it with a computer called the Xerox 8010 Star computer in 1981. Now, this was this computer had a number of firsts. Uh first of all it was the first computer to provide a mouse with it as standard as opposed to something extra that you mm. might buy. Um so, and the reason why I should qualify why you wouldn't necessarily include a mouse because the way people um issued commands to a computer in a uh, uh, pre-mouse is that you would type in the command and yeah, press return. Yeah you didn't need a mouse necessarily to do these things do you know what I mean yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, the second thing that it was a first for is that it was the first American computer with an interface yeah navigated by clicking icons as opposed to commands and thirdly it was the first commercially produced mouse now when I say commercially produced Sean let me tell you how much this computer cost in 1981 two years before I was born this computer cost $16,595 now I put that through the dollar and Inflation calculator. That means that it cost forty nine thousand dollars to wow. buy this computer wow. with a mouse included. Thankfully, yeah. not as an extra. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: but these, uh, to use a technical term, these mice were, were crap. Uh, by yes, all accounts. yes,
1: yeah, and that's really important part of this story because even though you'd paid basically I had to take out a mortgage on your house to buy this mm. mouse and this computer. They didn't last very long. The, comu- the technology was in its infancy and it was fraught with problems. But Steve Jobs came along, mm. a man who we all know is so pioneering in this world. And he realised that there was something in this technology that he could ameliorate and commercialise for his own Macintosh empire. And he agreed a deal with Xerox where he uh, would get access to um, their mouse designs in exchange for Apple shares. Uh, This is a really important negotiation because when he got the designs, he brought them back to his engineers in California And he famously said, quote-unquote, the Xerox mouse is a mouse that costs $300 to build and it breaks within two weeks. Here's your design spec. Our mouse with Apple needs to be manufacturable for less than 15 bucks. It needs to not fail for a couple of years and I want to be able to use it on Formica and on my blue jeans. No pressure then, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But they managed to do it. And in 1984, the second... Macintosh computer the first one I think was 82 or 83 the second Macintosh was issued with mouse as standard and typically with Apple it is a beautifully designed object and is highly influential on mice design ever yes. since. And what's interesting about those early, because I'd
0: forgotten all about this until I was thinking about this today, that in, in the, the, before the optical ones, they'd all have a ball in them. Yeah. And every now and again, you had to take the ball out and wipe the dust off it because it would pick up dust. That's from where so you true. Rolling but on. I
1: even remember like when I was in college, when you went into the computer room, 20 year, 15, 20 years ago that they were all ball-functioning yeah. uh, mice. And they often, they were very clunky, they didn't work half the time and mm. yeah, they got clogged up with all sorts of crap. Yeah, so the there was a big, uh, I suppose nowadays most of the mouse that you have there it in front is, yeah. of you is um, a laser mouse. So you could actually use that mouse that you have on your desk there, Sean. You could use that on your jeans because the difference between a—I a la- should say—the laser mouse was launched in two thousand and four. Um, the reason it can work on uneven surfaces is because um, it doesn't have that uh, sensitivity. Well, it does have a sensitivity to depth, whereas an optical LED mouse will only work on a very, very flat surface. So you don't really see that many optical. Mice anymore. Most of them are like the laser ones that mm. you have there in front of you. Yeah,
0: and they like they're they just go on forever. Really, they're pretty indestructible. There,
1: they do. Um, let me tell you one thing before before we finish because I think this is really instructive. This that Macintosh computer that I mentioned that would that. uh, Steve Jobs sold his first uh, mouse with in 1984, the ad for that is really interesting because it shows how much Apple had to educate their consumers about why it was worth getting a mouse in the first place. And the copy of the ad reads, to open a file, you move a handheld device on your desk called a mouse. As you move the mouse, an arrow moves on the screen. That's in the ad for the product. So they were literally telling the American public what a mouse was yeah. for in the first place, which is incredible. It was Simon, fascinating as ever. Thanks a million, Simon
0: Tierney. There you are, listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break. Back in a couple of minutes. Moncrief on News Talk,
1: brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.